Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It, Sis. I am your host, Maya. And it's her co-host, Amanda. So this week, um, we're talking about singlehood. But first, I just want to kind of ask how your week's going, Amanda. What you been up to? Things have been great. I've been on a a, a mini diet this week. <laughs> so no drinking and no car- no real carbs. I had like all vegetables and fruit this week and, and a little bit of protein. So it was good this week. I feel uh, good. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, but this week we are um, talking about singlehood and more, how more women are essentially staying single by choice yes. um, instead of getting married. And I guess Amanda came up with the idea because uh, she was talking to me about how Maya the singer got married. But I looked it up and she basically married herself in a music video um, and posted the picture of the video. I think this was in like 2013 or something. Um, but she said, you know, she married herself to essentially like not only for the video, but also to like renew her commitment to herself mm-hmm. and practice self love and self care. Um, so I thought that was cute. What did you think about that? I mean, I like the concept. I mean, the way she did it was corny to me. <laughs> what do you think? It's just kind of corny. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's for a video. So let me take that back. It was for a video. Initially, the people didn't know that. So my first thought was, okay, you got a wedding dress just to marry yourself. It's kind of corny. But I understand the concept. And I think it's really cool. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I think it's fine that she did it for a music video. I mean, it's like yeah, part of but not in, not in real life. <laughs> um, but if somebody did it in real life, I think it was a little bit odd. But I'm like, hey, if that's what you need to do to like, yeah, help yourself, love yourself, and practice mm-hmm. self care, then do you. I'm not gonna say right, right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I understand the concept, but. That yeah. was a little different for me. But yeah, uh, a lot of women are staying single longer. Um, I was reading, a, basically, I think a, they did a survey on psychology today um, mm-hmm. about why young single women are like defying stereotypes. Um, and some of the findings were that more than 70% of single people in the survey said they had made a conscious decision to stay single for a short period of time. Um, But it was women more often than men who said they they wanted to stay single for a while so they could focus on studying or getting a degree. Um, Women were were more likely to say they want to enjoy the journey and adventure of being single. Women were also more likely to say that uh, being single made them feel empowered. Um, The women more often than the men said they worried about losing their sense of independence, which is a huge thing. Um, Definitely. And it was women more often than men who said they didn't like sharing their space. Which, I, <laughs> um, But yeah, what do you think those things are accurate? And- Definitely. I mean, the, the major difference is when you're choose to marry someone, you're giving up a lot of yourself because it's a shared thing. It's shared sacrifices. It's shared wants. It's you don't always get your needs. It's the same thing with having children. You don't always get your needs met when you decide to share your life with someone else. And so I What do you do, mean by you don't always get your needs met? You don't always get your needs met. I one particularly if you have children, if you decide to marry someone else, sometimes you well, do outside have to of put, outside of children. Let's just talk about relationships. Outside of children. Oh, yeah. well, oh, okay. So your partner could be going through something that impacts what you need emotionally physically and you have to 
be okay with that sometimes mm-hmm. because you chose to enter a relationship with someone else. And so some people say that if you don't want kids, if you don't want a partner, it's selfish, but I don't, I don't want to call it selfish. It's just you may not be ready to share your life with someone and that's okay. All right. So let's say that a need of yours, let's use sex as an example. And I'm using sex as an example because of a conversation I had with someone uh, a few weeks ago. So say you need sex. Sex is something that's important to you. But the person, your partner that you chose to marry is having some difficulty providing that to you. Were they having that before you got married? It could be during something could happen. It could be medical. It could be emotional. It could be physical, like something physically happened. But once you enter a relationship with somebody, you make the decision that now you share those wants and needs. So you can't go out the marriage and get that. You got to be okay with not getting it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be okay with that. <laughs> but, um, but I if think you enter, if you but, enter a relationship with someone, what you going to do if they can't provide you what you need? Well, my thing is like, okay, so definitely wouldn't have married them if I entered, if that was like that in the beginning of the relationship. That's number one. Okay. Let me finish. Okay. Um, and once they got in the relationship and we realized like, okay, this thing is a problem. I need the person to be taking steps to fix the problem. Like we can't just be like, okay, well, like I'm not going to have sex and that's going to be the rest of our lives. Like, because that's not fair no, to me. Not the rest of your life, but are you okay temporarily? And that's the thing. Yeah. Are you okay with a are you okay with a year of this? I'm temporarily okay with it as the person is taking actionable steps to fix the problem. Okay. I'm not gotcha. okay with the person just being like, Well, this is how I am and this is what's going on and I'm just getting denied sex. No, that would be Right. I yeah. understand that. <laughs> yeah. But I think the major point of it is when you decide to enter a relationship with someone, there are sacrifices because we all change, we go through things sometimes out of our control. Are you okay with that? Some yeah. people aren't. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the idea of being by yourself is okay. It's not selfish. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know why people would say the idea of being by yourself is selfish. I think that's mm-hmm. borderline ridiculous. Um, But like, I, yeah, I don't know. It just has to like, like, I don't mind making sacrifices in relationships for somebody that I'm in love with, but it's like the level of sacrifice. Um, Like what, there has to be scenarios. I, like, I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm willing to make so whatever sacrifice for this person I'm in love right. with. No. So what sacrifice wouldn't you make? Wouldn't? Would you move for your significant other? Would you give up a job for somebody you want to be with? Like, um, I, I, may, I may move. Like, okay, like, what's the <laughs> circumstance? I wouldn't move just solely for, um, like, okay, I'm moving just to go be with this person. Like, there would have to be something there for me. Like, I would have to be able to find a good job that matches my career, like the area. Like, I'm not just moving it because I'm like, oh my God, I'm so in love with this guy. Okay. So here's a good example. I don't know if you watch Living Single. No, I mean, that was a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have reruns on Hulu. But anyway. <laughs> And one of the examples, Maxine is a lawyer there. She lives in New York. Kyle lives in New York. He gets a job in London. He's like, you come with me. And she was like, but what about my job? He's like, you're a lawyer. You can find a job in London. And so on that pivotal episode. Right. Unrealistic, Unrealistic, though. That's a whole different freaking country. Uh Well, I know. So in his head, you have the credentials. You can get a job over here. And on that pivotal episode, she decides not to leave with him. And it was deep because they wanted to be with each other. He ended up going to the UK. She ended up staying. And that's that type of sacrifice we're talking about. When you meet someone that you like, 
Is it selfish to miss out on love or a possible, you know, soulmate to stick with you want? No. I mean, yeah, like I said, I don't think the word selfish should be included in this because it's not selfish to choose yourself. It's just you're choosing yourself. And like, um, yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't have gone to London. I mean, I agree with first of all, she would have to first of all, she would have to figure out London law. She would have to take whatever <laughs> right, right, right. Like, they have to the bar. <laughs> like, you know, she would have to essentially start her life completely over. But like outside right. of the logistics of why that definitely not doing that. Like it's like right. I'm picking up my whole life to move to some mm-hmm. uncertain life because the person that I love and like it also depends on like what you believe. Like, do you believe in soulmates? You know, do you believe there's mm-hmm. only one person to, for you or like this man is only going to come around one time or this partner is only going to come around one time? I think I used to believe that. Now I don't believe that. I think there's like a lot okay. of different people that you can be compatible with. Um, so, but yeah. Compatibility yeah. and soulmate. Are those different for you? Well, I don't know that I believe in soulmates. I'm not really sure. I don't have an okay. answer, but like, I don't know okay. that I believe that there's only one person that is for me maybe there's like a best match who knows like who really knows when you think about it but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know that i would be willing i would be willing to like okay well i live in new york you live in a different state and let's meet in a state where we can both have successful careers and start over or right, like i'm right. you know i'm a journalist so it'd be really hard i think to like relocate to a different country but say if i could that would be something i would be open to not because the person i love is going there but also because like i want to explore life i want to try new things that seems like it would be something that would be in alignment with what i would want to do too and i would be willing to take that risk because i'd be with somebody else so do you ever think you would find yourself in a situation in which you make a decision that wasn't really favorable for you but it's for the person you're dating person i'm dating absolutely oh i'm sorry dating to marriage a person you're in a relationship with at this point you should be in a relationship i'm engaged um first of all yeah Yeah, first of all i'm not really considering any of these things unless i have a ring on my finger like (laughs) i agree i agree Um, yeah no there's no major changes happening around this bend um yeah i think it depends on like i said that's such a broad question you know, okay. like, yeah, it's it's super situational, I think. Um, and so I feel like I, that's the type of thing I just have to, like, cross that bridge. So the example I gave you with Maxine going to the UK, would you say, look, if I do this, I got to start over. I got to learn yeah, this Yeah, I would culture. say no. Oh, so in that situation, you would say no. Yes, that would be. In the name of love? No, that would be Even a no, because that's just not, that's just not the life path I would want to take. In that situation, I mean, I'm not an attorney. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? That's not, yeah, yeah. But just comparable, like you say, you're a journalist and Mm -hmm. say you, let's use that same country. You're going to London, your partner's going to London. He's like, look, just start over in London. I don't know. It would have to be some real serious love first and then i would and then i would have to like really like do research on the market i would never leave without finding a job there first first yeah so if i couldn't find a job i'd just be like you know we can continue to do this long distance and maybe if you end up coming back um or you know i do end up finding a job i'd probably give it like a deadline like okay let's if i can't go let's stay long distance for one more year Mm -hmm. and if i don't end up finding a job and this is like what you want to do then I think we're just gonna have to part okay. ways. That's definitely fair. Yeah. yeah, you're not just gonna drop everything like I'm coming. Yeah, no, I just feel <laughs> like I finally feel like I'm at a point in my life where like I worked really hard on self-love, on self-care, on building this life for myself. I can't just drop it because 
I meet somebody, you know, like I'm, I'm satisfied Mm -hmm. in my, in my own life and in my own self. And I'm no longer looking for like anything from a partner. Yeah. It would be nice. It'd be like a cool addition to my life if I met somebody. But like when I think about my everyday life, the only time I really think about like, dang, I don't have a partner is like late at night when I want to be cuddling or like watching a movie. Mm -hmm. But like when I'm operating in my everyday life, Sorry, this loud freaking engine. When I'm operating, <laughs> when I'm operating in my everyday life and I'm going, you know, out with my friends and out to dinner and traveling, I feel very satisfied. Like this summer I'm going to London and to Spain and I'm going nice. by myself. You know, nice. like, and yeah. I don't I, I enjoy going to dinner by myself. Like I enjoy going to the movies Fine. by myself. So really, yeah, there's only like times where I'm like, damn, it would be really nice to have a partner. Um, and right. I do want a partner. Let me not like act like I don't. But I'm also enjoying my life either right. way. Yeah. Right, right. I got yeah. it. Either way, I'm good. And I, yeah. and I think that's what's important is like you're willing, if necessary or if applicable, to be with someone. But also you're good by yourself. And I think yeah. that's important. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I found some reasons um, in an article about why women are getting married less. And I thought some mm-hmm. of them were valid. And I want to know what you think. Um, okay. So marriage is outdated and women and women know that it says for thousands of years, marriage existed solely for economical and political reasons as, and was an institution that was set up by families. It wasn't about love. It was about marrying the woman who came from the richest family or the man who had the fattest turkeys. Uh, however, that's no longer the case. So much so that 44% of millennials and 43% of Gen Xers believes marriage is becoming obsolete. According to the Pew research center. What do you think about that? So a part of me is like old fashioned, but a part of me is also pro <laughs> as, as a woman, take care of yourself. And so my belief is any woman that is going to spend a significant amount of time with a man mm-hmm. needs to have insurance. Um, insurance meaning a marriage. I'm mm-hmm. not being in a long term relationship, committed relationship with a man. He's not married to me. If you decide that yeah, you no longer, not. yeah. If you decide that you no longer want to be with me, the marriage is the insurance that mm. you're one. You owe me for time. You owe me for money. If we have children, you have to take care of them too. So a big part of marriage for me also is children. My ideal situation was never to have children as a single woman. I felt like I needed uh, someone that wanted to be with me and wanted to mutually take care of a child together. Yeah. So if sure. I don't, if I never had intentions on having children, I probably wouldn't have gotten married. Mm. But I definitely yeah. wanted children. I want a family. I want a legacy. I want something to pass down. And so marriage is something that's in line for me. So no, I don't, I can understand why some people don't want to get married, but I would never have intentionally have a child with someone that I wasn't married to. Mm. I need that's the insurance. A deep, that's a that's a deep statement though that basically <laughs> you only got married because you wanted to have kids. And I feel like a lot of mm-hmm. women feel that way though, like which I'm says saying. something about the state of like marriage and like what it's actually worth to women who don't want to have kids. Um yeah, I was just I mean, talking, I was just listening. I was getting eating by myself today and there was a group of men sitting next to me um and they were talking about how, you know, how when women have a baby in marriage, very little changes for the man and everything changes for the woman. Everything. And one of the guys was like, you know, I'm the eavesdropper clearly, but one of the guys was <laughs> like, yeah, I asked my dad. I asked my mom what changed for her when she got married and she said everything. And then a couple of weeks later, I asked the same question to my dad and he said nothing. And I was like, 
Yeah. So like that doesn't sound ideal either for women, right? Like so okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm literally this man is a sperm bank. Yep. By that yeah. definition, right? For so. some women I, for some women, uh not for some, I should say many, but I think you should know the person and this is again if you know if you're not in denial about who you're marrying mm-hmm. in the forehand, but the conversation you overheard, I think that may differ depending on finances. I feel like yeah. as uh, I feel like men have to make more money, so the pressure for them to make more money to provide for the wife and the children to me changes. But again, that may depend on the relationship. But yeah, as far as changes, the woman has to choose between her career, her children, and taking care of her. Her man, because at the end of the day, sometimes we take care of our husbands. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> like, even the most alpha woman takes care of her husband. Mm-hmm. And so I do believe a lot changes for the woman. And the only thing to me that changes for the man is his ability to bring in a certain salary. And if that man's already making money, then I agree. Nothing changes. Mm. Yeah. And that's And that's like not a life that I would personally be willing to <laughs> sign up for. Right, right. Yeah, and I agree. It's not selfish. That actually is like, I think women are in denial. Like, for example, if I had, okay, so if I, I had a lot of like more than enough money to raise a child, I could literally just go to the sperm bank and, and have a child, you know? <laughs> and I mean, decide, if you want like, to raise uh, a child by yourself, yeah. Yeah, but I am basically, you know, like that's to what, an extent, the, yeah. but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what the guy was saying. Like, his nothing changed for his dad. <laughs> like, nothing. His dad, blatantly said that so essentially that woman is raising that child by herself so if i really wanted a child it's the same thing but that's the old days right you don't feel like you would marry a more progressive man oh i obviously would that's what i'm just saying like based on though that, the, right, that right, right. yeah based on that old ideal of marriage that some people mm. are definitely still practicing yeah um that would be what it would be for me. And that's not something I'd be willing to enter into. I feel like if I do enter into a marriage, I absolutely have to have, and it's not progressive to take care of your kids. You know, <laughs> like it's no, not. No, <laughs> no, it's progressive. That's, and, that's as we bullshit. talked about having Caribbean parents, it's progressive. And I know there has been studies that said black men are more likely to be involved in their children's life than like white parents or something. It may not mm-hmm. seem progressive. And I know that there's data that says black men are more inter you know, more interactive with their children. But ultimately, when we talk about PTA meetings and dropping and picking off kids from extracurricular activities, that is traditionally what women have been doing. The man, the man traditionally is I work, I pay the bills, I take care of the house, like mowing the lawn, washing the cars, fixing everything. But the mommy goes to PTA meetings. Mm-hmm. The mommy goes to parent-teacher conferences. And so I do think that is something that, it's not new to our society. Yeah. Right. And I guess, I guess that maybe I don't like, I grew up with my dad. I, I started living with my dad at the age of 12 before I moved out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my dad had to do all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, it's not odd to me to see a man in the mom role. Here's my thing when married people. So mm-hmm. here's what I know. Eddie was married. So when the mom and the dad, same mom and dad are in the same house, people pick up, roles mm-hmm. when parents separate or divorce sometimes parents have to pick up some roles they wouldn't normally do yeah my I experience mean, is is when there's a mom and dad in the same house the mom usually picks up certain roles versus the dad 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And then yeah. there's always like a hybrid. Like, you know, I, yeah. I, my mom was married to my stepdad and like my stepdad was the primary cook of the house. You know, mm-hmm. he, he did all the cooking. So I never really learned how to cook when I was young because my mom wasn't that much in the kitchen. When, every time mm-hmm. I remember my mom being in the kitchen, she was cooking spaghetti. But it was my, <laughs> it was my stepdad. It was my stepdad that was making all the creative stuff, you know, and no, I was like, definitely. wow, that's cool. So I think I grew up with a little less, like, because my dad ended up being my primary caregiver um, mm. in my preteens. And because, like, I had a really active stepdad who would, like, come to my basketball games and cook all the dinners. Okay. I felt like I didn't get that, like, oh, this is what women are supposed to do. And this is what men are supposed to do as a child. I yeah. just, I kind of saw. I felt like I had a hybrid, but no. Even when I lived with my father, he, he my dad definitely cooked and cleaned. But he was not coming up to my school <laughs> mm. <laughs> at all. But like I said, hybrid. My husband actually handles the school stuff. I'd be like, huh? When school out? Mm-hmm. My husband does the school stuff. But I'm just thinking more traditionally that in certain homes, there is a hierarchy. There is a gender role thing. Mm-hmm. And there can be a hybrid. But I'm thinking of traditionally what women are looking for. A man yeah. to carry on a legacy. But do you think you can carry on a legacy by just being, not saying you want to, but just being a mom and going to the sperm bank? Is carrying on a legacy having children? Is that even the right definition of carrying on a legacy? How can you, I don't know. I can't, How can you carry, carry on a legacy? How do you carry on a legacy without having have someone nep- to carry it on? <laughs> a kid have, to carry it on. I have nephews. I have family members that are going to live longer than I am. I've made accomplishments. Right. But that's like, how we provide to it. You said you have nephews. Someone had to have those kids. Children carry on our legacy. I don't know. Because what about all the people that we remember in history that didn't have kids? Like, there's plenty of people that have made big accomplishments that didn't have children. Like, we can't say that every person that oh, ever invented okay. anything, like, <laughs> had a kid. So, no. how do you intend on carrying on who you are into someone else? That That's what is important to me. Like, okay, I didn't have to get married, but I have to hope that I have some big accomplishment where people will remember me forever. I'm not Tupac. <laughs> like, mm. What will people, yeah. you know. I guess I don't I'm, need people to remember me forever. Okay. Like, yeah, I guess that's not, like, that important to me. Um, what about what about the importance of just family? Like saying that this is who I am and I brought someone into this world who's going to bring other people into this world and my family legacy gets carried on. Yeah, I mean, I guess if that happens, it happens, but it's not like, oh my God, I need to do this. Like, I don't feel okay, like Okay, so it's urge. not something you've ever thought of. Like, it's not important to you. No, I if I had, if my my goal or like my desire to have kids, I guess would be founded upon like, I really want to like nurture a child. Oh, it's less about, okay. yeah, it's less about legacy. It's more about like, yeah, I just want to like somebody like, I don't know. It's like a redo of your own childhood, right? For me, <laughs> I felt like I would be giving this child like love and affection and care and make sure they have the best things so that they could be the best person possible. It's not really about me. It's just about like creating a human that's just going to be like a productive member of society. Oh, okay. I like that. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, is that different? I don't know. No, Um, it's different for me. For me, having children was about providing a legacy. For me, I'm going to have children who are going to have children who are going to have children. And so ideally, in my world, I was going to have like 10 kids, right? Something crazy. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. But I have just two boys biologically and... That's enough, but no, I wanted a legacy, which is why I wanted so many children. I wanted my family to expand. I want to build us a gender, you know, I want to build us wealth. I want to have a family that expands and contributes to society, Mm -hmm. but also that comes from me. So 
I see now what you're saying. I actually never thought of that. I didn't just want to have kids to have kids. <laughs> I wanted yeah. kids to build something. Interesting. Yeah, I guess I've I've never looked at it like that. No. Um, Thanks for sharing. <laughs> I didn't either. I was like, oh, you want a kid to nurture? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> um, uh, so I also wanted to uh, back to the list of why women are getting married less. Um, yes. another, another, one, <laughs> yeah, an- another one of the points is that uh, women are the full package uh, by themselves. So research from 2010 found that for the first time in history, more women than men are in the workforce holding the majority of jobs in the country. And while there's still a wage gap, men are sub- women are surpassing men in education as mm. well. Um, so women have more degrees. So yeah, I think that's a huge factor on why women are getting married mm. less. I think. I think for a long time, yeah, it was true that women did get uh, married for like stability and you know having a man around helping help having him help financially and now that women can provide that for themselves and are often mm-hmm. more educated and make more money literally the only reason that you would be getting married is for love and care and right. you know having a partner and if you don't really feel like you actually want that then that like the reason that you would do that is gone <laughs> yeah i honestly i have no argument i mean imagine you know you having a kid Say you can afford a nanny. You don't have to worry about a husband. (laughs) I mean, I get it. I I definitely get it. Yeah. And I just think that, I don't know. And I thought the point about like women wanting to stay independent uh, longer is valid too. Because I think about who benefits from marriage the most. And it's definitely men. Definitely a man. Right? (laughs) No argument. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's about that. Like a woman loses a huge amount of her independence when she gets married. Um, You know, you have to then compromise all the time and consult your partner. And then if you choose that, you do want to have kids in that marriage. It throws a Mm -hmm. whole other layer of responsibility on it. So I think it, I think it makes sense why people would want to stay single. I do think too, that whether you got whether you adopted a child or went to a sperm bank when that child comes out of you as women we still decide how much energy are we giving to our career versus that child and that's regardless if we have a man and i don't know for me having a husband also is there's someone to split those duties with but some people may feel like they have that with a mom or aunt or something I don't have that. And so for me it's important to have another person another partner cuz you know for people who aren't who don't date men right we talk about people who date a difference like women who date um women you know mm-hmm. it's not having a man it's just having a partner to help you having yeah. a two-parent household someone to kind of am i tripping when i make these decisions i think it's more so about having uh extra you know two sets what do they call it two sets of eyes a helping hand yeah i mean i did talk to one of my friends who dates women and she was like honestly a lot of women do not like men they just want to have babies and I, yeah. I, had, I had never heard that before i was like what like but the more i thought about it i'm like oh wait maybe that's actually true um yes yeah, so right because yeah. in essence there are women that i know that are single single moms and they have that help from a mother or from an aunt mm-hmm. and they don't have as much trust as i do mm. like i don't have a mom who's gonna watch my child every weekend or who's you know i don't have that nanny mom type of relationship i know many single mothers who are okay with not having that man in the house or extra hand who have parents who have a mom or a dad or an aunt that can willingly help them with their mm-hmm. kid more than uh fuck 
a husband would. <laughs> mm. And I thought, but that, let, let's not be blanketed too. There are definitely some men out there that are great dads and do help right. with the kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to say that because I don't want anyone coming for me. As yeah. I have a, my dad is active with his grandkids. My husband's active with his sons. Yeah. But I just, just I think about more infants, uh, infant and young children, mm-hmm. and that's hyper nurturing behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's what mothers give, and that's a very stressful part postpartum three you know ages two three and four like that's yeah. a very stressful part for mothers yeah and i think that's why it's important for husbands to be truly like supportive of their wives like you know a lot of women do go through postpartum depression and then the men are just acting like they don't understand or like mm. they don't they don't get it like that's what i'm saying i'm not marrying nobody that's gonna treat yeah. me that way well like, how, do you, how do you know do you we know. have you, you look, you, i mean i mean you think about you just it's just it's it's nature, right? Like you see how a person treats you emotionally, you can infer how they're going to be in those type of situations. Like some I can women infer. say they're shocked. Some women, and I can't. I I want to. A part of me is like, you had to have seen the signs. But then mm-hmm. there's so many women like he didn't act like this when we were dating. Like how do you know how a man's going to act when a baby's into the picture? Yeah, I guess it is tough. I guess you can't like predict, you know, behavior. But I just think. And so, you know, you can't blame women for that. But I just really think that there are some level of signs. <laughs> like, I just I just do. And yes, there are going to be the, the bunch that do just randomly change and start acting weird mm-hmm. because maybe they didn't realize how much responsibility kids were mm-hmm. and now they're stressed out and right. triggered and right, going through right. a bunch of stuff. I definitely think that is going to happen some of the time. But I also think that, like, if a man didn't emotionally take care of you, before you got married, right. when you have kids, he's not going to suddenly start emotionally. Right, taking right, care of you. right, right. It's just going to get. It's just going to get worse. And a lot of people, men, I think, some men choose the kids over the woman. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of people believe that kids come first. Right. Always, like in marriages, what do you believe? Do you believe that children come first, or do you believe that your husband comes first? Um, it's funny because I'm like, how do I answer this? So <laughs> I'm not like, I don't even know what I'm basing this on, but. Obviously, the children come first in a certain instance, but I also, in some instances, my husband comes first. Yeah. So it just depends on what's going on. But yeah. at a certain age, I should say, like, my husband, he gets fed first. Hold on. Daddy, got to get this done. Because he's a, to me, he's the leader of the home. I got to take care of the leader of the home first because he makes everything happen. But of course, at some point, babies and children have to come first. Like they got to be yeah. eat, they got to be bathed, things like that. So it just yeah. depends on what context we're talking about. Yeah, that makes sense. But some I, people I don't gr- believe that, and that's not based on anything. Like I'm not religious. I don't know what that comes from. That's just, maybe just a personal belief that I have. I feel like the head of the household should be taken care of first. Mm. And I know that, like, I I don't know where I've heard this discussion or conversation, but I know that some men definitely do feel like when the woman has kids that they're competing with the child for affection and attention. Mm, I've heard that. I've definitely heard that. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Mm, Like, how about you be trying (laughs) to, like, support? And those are the men that don't take postpartum seriously. Mm. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Because they feel like, oh... You shouldn't feel this way. I'm here. Oh, yeah. That's another conversation that <laughs> may get no. a little bit deeper, but there are men who don't believe in postpartum. Mm. Well, mm. 
those are the type of men that need to you be. You don't want to, yeah. You don't, <laughs> they don't, they don't need to be marriage material, uh, material consideration. So based on what we said, mm-hmm. do you feel like that? Well, our, ch- our children in your future. Um, well, we have another episode planned on that, so I'm not okay, going to get too okay, deep. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to get too deep in it, but uh, the short answer is I'm not sure. Okay. So we shall see in the future. I, it all depends on whether I get married. You know, like I'm, I'll be 31 so in five do you days. Wanna, do you want to get? Ooh, ooh, but do you want to get married <laughs> before you have children? Oh, I absolutely am not having children without uh, being married. Unless, like, okay. I have some epiphany at age 35 <laughs> and I'm not married and I realize, oh, I really want a child. But for that, too, I can also adopt. Like, there's so many options Right, now. so many options. There's a lot of children in the world that need love that if I don't have so children So the fact that you mentioned that if you don't have children naturally, you're not big on a legacy. Like, your blood, your DNA being left on this earth. Yeah, I don't... I don't, yeah, no. I I feel like okay. I'm more of a spiritual person. I'm okay. always gonna, I'm always gonna exist. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, that's awesome. No. <laughs> I'm always gonna exist. Okay, <laughs> yeah. You might not see me, but I'm there. Okay, okay period. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, in- it's yeah, it's just interest. It's interesting to see as like women get more you know, power in society um, and society progresses like what we find the reasons for relationships actually are. Um, and I think, I think back to just like, we had a lot of programming growing up, like Disney movies. Right. We fall so deeply in love with the prince and he whisks us away and takes care of us <laughs> forever. Right. I, have, I have a 10 page paper in, um, in college about the sexism and racism in Disney movies. And like, I remember thinking about like Ariel, the mermaid Mm -hmm. and how she had to lose her voice to be on land. Her, her man. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. But think about how sexist that is. Like women have to lose their voice to be in a relationship and to be in love. Or to be some damsel in distress for a man to want us. Yeah. But she made a decision. Ariel made that decision. She went to Ursula I said, and Ursula said, if you want to be with this man, you got to take your beautiful voice. And she was negative. Like, okay. okay. And it was just, but think about it. It was just the, this dramatic scene. Okay. She's singing. She's giving away her voice. Like, think about how dramatic that was. Yeah, that's definitely dramatic. I didn't see that movie, so that sounds crazy. You, you've never seen The Little Mermaid? Not all oh, the way wow. through like that. I mean, I heard oh, of the oh. story. I've oh, seen wow. Cinderella. That's, oh, that, okay. that was my movie, Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> she was also like poor and broke down, being treated like ish. Right. And then it's a the man's prince comes to rescues her and changes her <laughs> life forever. You know, like all these messages, I think, have a lot to do with, you know, a man our, saving our, us. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can't save ourselves. You can't be independent. Yeah, we can't live a happy, su- <laughs> fulfilled, successful life on our own. It's got to be, we need mm-hmm. a, we need a savior. Um, You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So trash. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> but I think, I think slowly society is changing. Um, so it'll just be interesting to see. Uh, I'm interested to see this next generation, how they come up and like how they definitely do. like, what does it look like with the millennials who have, we have, you know, we're people probably consider us older millennials, but mm-hmm. just the millennials and the generation after us, we're like, we're, definitely we're, definitely, going we're, def- we're not older millennials. Old millennials start in 71, 79. My brother's born. So we're like me, my brother's 40, oh, 79. Oh yeah. Seven. 
Yeah. So okay. So we're like middle middle. I'm. I wasn't born in the '90s, so I consider yeah, myself. Like, I was. Okay, you're right. <laughs> but either way, I feel like we're challenging differences, and I'm curious to what the children are gonna be like. Like, what is life gonna be like in 30 years? I have no clue, honestly. I see like some of these millennials now and they're like viewpoints and stuff. And I think that young women are really getting hip to like. Yes, I love it. Oh, yeah. I love seeing like women empowerment. I love seeing I love these it. kids get it really early and, you know, not depending on men to like validate them and, yes. you know, realizing that you can't be in a healthy relationship, but these are the stipulations. This is how you got to treat me. It's got to be exactly. like something's got to be in it for me, you know? That's <laughs> like, going to force men to change to step their game up yes yeah yeah like so, you want a woman and you want to be with her this is what she needs yeah it's okay. so true Period. it's so true um and i thought it was an interesting quote also from this article i think the quote's by Gloria Diamond, but she said that women are becoming the men that they want to marry oh, and i i, I like think that yeah i, th- <laughs> I think it's true <laughs> i think it's true for a lot of people now i'm not saying i'm against marriage Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing I just want to make clear. Like, I'm not <laughs> against marriage. I think that marriage does have its value. But I think the really important thing is like choosing the right partner mm-hmm. and choosing somebody that has the same values as you so yeah. that, you know, there's not these like huge classes. So for me, like, I don't want to be in a marriage where I feel like I'm like submissive to my husband. He makes all the si- decisions in the home. And like, I'm just kind of like there, like, no, I'm an independent woman. I've formed my, formulated my own life and I have a lot to offer and bring to the table. And I want that person to, too. And let's build, t- let's build this ish together. You know, like mm. let's ride it till the wheels fall off. Right. <laughs> Equally. <it>. Equally. Equally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that's where I'm at. No, this is this is good. This is it, it was a good discussion. It's good to, just to hear your perception on moving forward, whether you stay single, up being married, having kids, not having kids. Like yeah. these aren't discussions that women were having <laughs> like four these years are- ago. No, aren't they? Were like, oh, should I get married or not? It was kind of like we're getting married, have kids, blah blah blah. Yeah, I think now that like um now because I'm turning thirty one. I'm really starting to think about these things. Like it just wasn't a thing for me before. Like, yeah, I thought about like being in a relationship, but now I'm thinking like, okay, when I do meet somebody like, okay, how's this going to look five years from now? How does their life line up with my life? Yes. Like, yes. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that when dating people right. in my twenties, I was just kind of like, Oh my God, he's fine. This is fun. Like, like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, but now I'm like, okay, is this compatible with, is he compatible with my lifestyle? And I'm I compatible with his? And do we have the same life goals? You know, do we, ha- you know, just major things that people need to be thinking about before mm-hmm. they choose a man. So, yes. Or a woman or whoever you want to Whoever. Be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, good, good combos. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Yeah. Episode 12. Um, wow. Episode 12. We're here already. We're here. Oh my God. Yeah. 12, yeah, 12 you- weeks. Yeah, I like did the math. I was like, March. We started in March, and I was like, Oh my gosh, twelve weeks. We literally been doing this twelve weeks. Yes, straight, no breaks, no breaks. I'm proud. Um, 
And also, thank you guys so much for a thousand plus downloads. We're almost at eleven hundred yes, now, actually. Awesome. Yeah, so we're almost at eleven hundred now, um, and I am super excited to see where the podcast keeps going. Uh, but don't forget uh, to follow us on Instagram at the Talk About It Sis Podcast and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to leave us a review; they really yes. help us. Just let us know what you like, what you want to see. Send us DMs. We're here for it all. Okay. All right, guys. See y'all next episode. Yeah. See you guys in episode 13.